when I was a kid, there were a lot of TV sort of events that it seemed like the whole country just stopped for. It's the last episode of MASH and Cheers, uh, the time JR got assassinated on Dallas. But I just was sort of never quite the right age to match up with it, to actually see any of those. And so the biggest TV event I can remember... I think I was seven years old. It was 1984 in the fall. And there was this awesome TV show that had just started a month or two before called Punky Brewster. It was so good, and I loved it so much. Every Sunday night, it was just the most exciting thing that I could watch the show. And there came this one Sunday, and I was all geared up to watch it. And my mom was like, Karen, you know your brother wants to watch the World Series. And I realized that... It, because it, I guess it was the final game of the World Series and I'm from Michigan and the Tigers were in it that apparently my whole family felt like the right thing to do was watch the World Series and not Punky Brewster. And I was just so confused by this because I just thought baseball sucked so much. So I really was just flabbergasted that they were going to – they really honestly wanted to watch that instead of Punky Brewster. So my mom let me instead – go into her and my dad's room and listen to it on the radio because you could listen to the TV on the radio on the AM dial. And so I was a little pouty about it, but, you know, just went with it. Then I think after the first commercial break, I was thirsty. So I went in the kitchen and I wanted, I wanted something to drink. And my mom had this, that we didn't really drink sodas, but she had this bottle of stuff that I knew that I liked because she had given me a sip of it before. And so we had these cups that came from, um, there was a hamburger restaurant called Lud's, where if you got a large fries, it came in a giant, like 20 ounce plastic glass. And so those, I was allowed to use those glasses because they weren't breakable. So I got one of those out and I just poured it to the brim, go back in my parents' room, drinking that. I'm listening to Punky Brewster. I'm laughing because I love Punky Brewster so much. And all of a sudden I'm just like, I am having a great time. Like I'm just having the best time in the world. And later I realized part of it was because I had just, you know, at the age of seven, consumed 20 ounces of Boone's Farm apple wine. But I I was just like, I'm not having to sit out and watch the boring baseball game. I'm here. I'm, get, I'm with Punky Brewster, even though I can't watch it. And so it was sort of the first time that I realized that things that were a big deal to other people weren't necessarily what was going to do it for me. And it was just, it was awesome. So that was probably the biggest TV event I can remember as a kid. Welcome to Broken Corners, a podcast where we look back at our memories, and this is season three where we're looking back at historical events that have occurred through our lifetime. My name is Armando. My name is Karen. So you and I both, while I do enjoy sports now, mm-hmm. I did hate when sporting events interrupted like the flow of TV, like, yeah. you know, when you're, and it's one of the reasons why to this day I hate the Olympics. Oh, Yeah. Because the Olympics, it wasn't just a sporting event. It was like a weeks of shit. Right. And all of it, like, it was, oh. So, yeah, I, I can totally relate to sporting events messing up, like, and summer, too. Summer would, would piss me off. Yeah, because you were just in that rhythm of, oh, this is my special night. That's what, that's what it felt like to me was that there were, instead of sort of, I didn't, as a kid, I didn't really get the idea of this is important in the um, sort of, history of the tv series so let's all get together and watch it it was to me just like no what's important is that it's thursday night let's watch the cosby show or it's saturday night let's watch golden girls or and this was a big one sunday night let's watch knight rider oh that night rider was good night rider was good and what's funny i was obsessed with it as a kid and all i can remember about it now is the turbo boost and really not anything else you don't remember the hasselhoff 
No, I know he was there, and I know. I think I was kind of confused with him and Michael Landon. From, the hair, the hair. Was yeah, just, the hair was mm. similar. Like they seemed like they could be brothers. Mm. Maybe they were. <laughs> Maybe they were. So you, I remember Mash, but I didn't know. When did we you were, watch the? I did, did you watch, watch the it. finale when it happened? I did not watch Mash. I didn't even know Mash ended in '83. Oh. I thought it ended like in '70s. Oh no. Actually, I don't know if I ever watched it when it was like first run airing, but it would play um, probably starting from late elementary school, early mm-hmm. middle school. I remember it would play at 11 o'clock every night on ABC. Yeah. And then once we got a VCR, we would tape it. Mm-hmm. And I was really proud to be able to, when I figured out how to tape the commercials out, that was sort of like the first binge watching show <laughs> I ever had because we had just like a box of tapes Tape. of, yeah, of mash episodes. Yeah, I, I never watched MASH. I always thought it was boring. Um, mm. I probably kind of still think it's boring. And I would probably like to watch it now. It's so funny. I'm older. But it's like I always, and I've said this before, it's, it reminds me of the emergency room because every time I went to the emergency room, it was playing on the TV. Oh, okay. So it's just, and, and uh, having no concept of time near an emergency room, to me, it was always on. It was just always there. So that's probably why I never watched it but the one uh season finale or series finale that i really uh, remember and was like upset that um it was going off the air it's like so when you kind of like get to know the characters you kind of bond with the character then it becomes part of your life which mm-hmm. cheers cheers was one oh okay that i remember going off the air and i was like oh man this show is great what happened in the end on that one um nothing it just uh did they did sam sell the bar no he just stood in the bar. Kirstie Alley left. She went with somebody or in a plane or something. I think uh, he let the other one go. Did she? Did she end up with the guy who owned the restaurant upstairs? No, I don't think she ended up with him. I think, no, I don't recall what happened. She should have ended up with um, Shelly, Shelly Long. Oh, it was those. <laughs> they weren't going to do that back then. No, they were definitely weren't going to do that. I have to. I I keep thinking about this. Wait, so what you said about Mash in the emergency room? How many times were you in the emergency room? It felt like it felt like a lot, but I don't think it was that. Many. I was thinking about this. I was like, Jesus, I keep saying that, but like, it makes me think that I was in the emergency room like <laughs> like six times a year, mm-hmm. the first five years of my life. Yeah, no, I don't even know. I know. You know, I used to go to the emergency room for like earaches. I had a lot of earaches, and I would oh. just like cry a lot. So I guess you know they would just take me in. Yeah, I, I don't. In my mind, it's more than it is, but I'm probably, you know, misremembering some things. Yeah. But. My mom, my mom was a, um, after my dad died, she, she, my mom had been a nurse, mm-hmm. um, when she was younger. And so then she got a job, uh, being a caretaker for a lady with dementia, with, with mm-hmm. Alzheimer's. She got really close with that family. And so I, I spent some time over there too. And the, um, I remember sitting and watching, Mamie was the name of the lady with Alzheimer's, sitting and watching MASH with her. Mm-hmm. She definitely could not understand what they were saying anymore, but mm-hmm. she would laugh with the laugh track. Oh. Yeah. She could just tell from the rhythm yeah, of yeah, it yeah. where the jokes were. Or maybe she was just laughing at you. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it was all, it was all a ruse. But I mean, no, I mean, being a kid, I mean, TV was everything. Like it, it totally, um, was kind of like, you know, it's the babysitter. It kind of teaches you how to be still and calm, <laughs> not cause any trouble, but it also teaches you, you know, different types of things like your, what different cultures there are, what, you know, it teaches you timing too, if you're into comedy. Oh yeah. Right. Like, you yeah. know, like if you watch, I mean, the old times with like Three's Company, you ever watched Three's Company as a child? I did. Yeah, I did. And, you know, like, Jack Tripper was, like, really 
really funny. Um, you know what's funny about Three's Company is I Brian always um, had this memory of loving it. Yeah, and you know would remember it super fondly. And so maybe five years ago for a birthday or Christmas gift, I got him the first season of Three's Company. <laughs> That does not age well. No, I can't imagine. Especially not if you're gay. Yeah. It's really, I mean. <laughs> it was so homophobic. Yeah. It was so homophobic. But it was also like an entry point to even the idea of gay people being on TV. Right, right. The discussion. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> discussion starts with hate speech. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Brian was like, thank you so much for this thoughtful gift. It turns out it is wildly yeah, no, homophobic. It is, um, yeah, it's terrible. It's funny. Um. Apparently they had an episode where I don't know if you with John Ritter's penis and like his nutsack came out of the shorts. Oh. And it aired on Nickelodeon one night. Like they didn't <laughs> <laughs> And they had to like uh, apologize. Oh wow. <laughs> for the airing of his junk. We didn't I watched it some but it wasn't um it wasn't popular in my house because it was too much about sex and my my dad definitely disapproved of it. Yeah, it I mean you had yeah, it was sex and then um Mrs. Roper was always talking about sex. Yeah. Um you know, and then Mrs. Roper didn't want sex. Oh really? Yeah. And then so then She was the caftan lady, right? Yes. And then she was married to Don Knotts? No, she was married to, I don't know the guy's name, uh, but Don Knotts would be Mr. Furley, the second landlord. Oh, okay. And but he, they were both sort of like weasels, right? Uh, yeah, kind of, but like Don Knotts is like really like... Chinless weasel. Yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> he, <laughs> he's really, uh, terrible. He died recently, didn't he? I don't know. Uh, well... Hey, rest in peace, Doc. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, TV was I'd come home and like would just sit there and like watch the cartoon that would be on at two o'clock, mm. all the way to like you know, I, you know it's funny I don't remember doing homework as a kid. I don't either. I was thinking about that this week. <laughs> I definitely didn't. There, I see online where people you know there's this um, advice column on Slate called Ask a Teacher. Mm-hmm. Which I I like. Advice columns make me laugh, so I'll read them even if they're okay. in no way relevant to my life. So people are always asking the teachers about how do we deal with the homework. So homework and the yeah. stuff they talk about, I'm just like, that is completely foreign to me. Yeah. I mean, it's not that my daughter has so much homework. And she does have homework. But I just – it's more along the line that I don't remember having homework. And I'm trying to say, like, did I even do homework? Like, Yeah. I would do it in uh, – I didn't like doing it at home, mm-hmm. so I would figure out ways to not have to do it at home. Okay. Stay later at school? School work? Or just do it, like I would do it, I had a long bus ride, so I would uh, do it on the bus either at night or in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I lived two blocks from my school <laughs> when I was in like, from, you know, first day of grade, so I really, you know, couldn't do it on the way home. Oh, okay. I had like an hour bus ride. That sucks. Yeah. What do you need the bathroom? You don't. That's what that's that's your training. That's <laughs> oh right, that's why I never pee. That's why I that's never your, pee. That's your training. <laughs> I do I do pee, you guys, don't worry about it. She doesn't. I, I don't. So I mean I know Cheers was big for me. Do you, was there anything else like a season of show ending? Any like any televised event that was like do you go, Oh, I have to, I can't miss this or or I'm gonna really miss it when this show is gone. I didn't, I didn't really, I don't remember really having a sense of shows ending. Mm. I I remember Seinfeld 
airing, but okay. I wasn't that into Seinfeld. Yeah. And then there was all that controversy around people saying like, oh, they're the worst people ever. And it was just yeah. like, they're the same people they've been this entire show. <laughs> like it really wasn't that. Yeah, it's just a reflection of, 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 of mankind. Yeah. I fell down this rabbit hole uh, of YouTube videos while I was working uh, from home when it was really cold and quiet one day. And, uh. You mean you weren't working? I was, I was work, working. <laughs> uh, I just, it, we just didn't have that much to, much to work on. But I didn't know that, I didn't know the character of George was basically Larry David. Oh, okay. Because I think I once I knew Larry David was involved, I thought he was Jerry, but Jerry's Jerry. Yeah. And Larry David was George. Okay. Who's Kramer? Kramer was Larry David's neighbor across the hallway. Okay. Whose name is actually Kramer and who tried to do his own tour and to like capitalize right, on the That's right. Yeah. And then Elaine is just because the network was like, you guys realize you have to have a woman in the show, right? Because right? all they had was a waitress at the at the diner. Mm-hmm. They were like, you need an actual woman right. in the show. Did the real Kramer ever say uh, offensive language at a comic? I mean, not at a, <laughs> not at a comedy show. <laughs> I mean, people people were offended that you know they felt like he was trying to to like get involved with the show. Uh, he was doing his own bus tours here in yeah. the city. I do remember that. I I, I, I don't like Seinfeld, the show, and I never I understood it. I remember Friends ending, but at that point, I was done with Friends. Mm. But I did, like, check in. I actually saw the, the final episode on a rerun, like, on TV. What happened? Something. They all moved out to, like, I know, like, oh. Monica and Chandler moved to Long Island, the suburbs. Oh, I guess Joey went to California because he had his own show, right? Spinoff, Joey, Joey, and the other two, Phoebe. She, oh, Phoebe married um her twin. No, <laughs> <laughs> we are one. No, Phoebe married uh, what's his name? Paul Rudd, the character. Well, oh, nice. Yeah, and um, the other two got together at the end. They uh, oh, Ross yeah. and Rachel. Yeah. Okay. That's how that ended. I remember, I mean, I remember thinking that show was so good when it started. I think I was maybe a sophomore or junior in high school when it started. And it, like, everybody actually really did watch it yeah. every Thursday and talk about it the next day. And That was a good show. I liked it. Yeah. It was, um, you know, I mean. Well, it's sort of, like, become synonymous with just basicness to yeah. me, you know, at this point. But, you know, it reminds me, of, like, they really, it's like the same argument. I find it funny that the argument that the show girls has with basically like there's no people of color in your show and if you look at friends there's no people of color really on that show or even seinfeld and it's like well that's that's their life there are no people of color in their life yeah, they had the johnny cochran guy on seinfeld oh they did they did the lawyer dude yeah it might have been slightly offensive yes oh <laughs> so no but it's just like you really when you think about like people hang out with people in their circles so their circle just had no people call it so it's actually true to their actual you're actually seeing yeah you know so that's well that's the thing is it's it is true to their lived experience that doesn't make it right right that like that makes it even weirder right and then so the argument should be like they really need to kind of you know branch out and meet some people of color right (laughs) or like you know have some other experiences well they had in the at the start of the second season as a as a response to that criticism they had donald glover who was her republican boyfriend danny glover is what i was (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh speaking of that 
I would just like to say uh, the last episode or one of the last two episodes, I said that that singer, Michael Cuneo, who I loved so much, who I saw at um, Company XIV, and he's now touring with um, Postmodern Jukebox. I said that he was like a combination of Adam Lambert, like Freddie Mercury, and Jerry Lewis. I didn't mean Jerry Lewis. Like, you meant Jerry hey, Lee. lady. I meant Jerry Lee Lewis. I knew so, who you meant, but I didn't I, mean. Yeah. Just want to put that out there. That was not a slam. I, I was really hoping he was um, the Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. With the telephones. Right. Muscular dystrophy. Yeah. No, uh, I'm going to see that guy, Michael Cuneo. He's, um. <laughs> you can say. Jerry Lewis is, he's dead, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty dead. <laughs> no, but I'm going to see Michael Cuneo in a month or two at the Beacon. Nice. He's, yeah, he's, um, like a featured singer with BMJ on their tour. I don't even know who that is. They're this, they're this band that, um, they're constant, their members are constantly changing. Okay. They sort of have the same producer, but gotcha. they, they do, um, they do covers of current pop songs in old styles. Oh, okay. So like, uh, yeah, I was actually going to talk about this woman for new memory. So we'll save it for that. But there, the, like an example would be, um, there's that Selena Gomez song. It ain't me, but done in like a Dixieland, like oh, new okay. Orleans it jazz swing style. Like the genre. The yeah. It's, it's really funny to hear people, you know, articulate the, the music so differently, but then you know it so well. Yeah, but anyway, not Jer- not Jerry Lewis. Not Jerry Lewis. Yeah, not not Jerry Lewis. So you're talking about like certain nights for you. Um, were there? Because when we were kids, like usually there'd be TV and one TV. Yeah, one TV in the house. Mm. And whoever, that's it. Like what happened to you with the the baseball game? Right. Um, you know, it wouldn't. I mean, for me, it wouldn't be later on to like my grandmother was kind of like stuck in her room because you know she was sick so she had she had gotten her own tv oh okay it's like while she was sleeping i'd sneak in there if, if the bottom tv tv in the living room was um was occupied, occupied. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, i think i got my own around like 12 oh nice yeah that was swaggy yeah well did you did you guys have did you guys have shows that you watched all together yeah that's what i was gonna ask you Oh my! Because uh, I, I three. Well, I don't, I don't really remember watching. And I like we. I guess we would watch A Team. Mm. But like my mom A-team. was always like super like busy because like you know whether she be like like a lot of time at night she would just like like I said like TV kind of raised us because she would like do her like Avon job like oh yeah like, the ordering and all that stuff that at was night. like her third shift yeah so yeah. like she would do that while we in the dining room while we so she would listen but like we would just be watching TV right and it would be like Knight Rider A-Team you know kind of those MacGyver time. yeah I didn't watch MacGyver but like shows like that mm. um, we had a whole ritual around Knight Rider that um, like treats my mom would make at Christmas she would always make like fudge or oh, okay. there were these um there were these coconut covered chocolate balls. She would make extra of them and have them in the freezer. And oh. so then um, it, it would last for like two or three months because the whole family, we would each like have one on Sunday night with Knight Rider. That's a little treat. Yeah, a little. little. Yeah. It's not an aperitif, but sort of. <laughs> <laughs> you also like the fun thing about like watching TV when like, those, especially those shows for like, like 18, like. You go back the next day and like you like oh you see you know you kind of talk about it kind of like I guess like pre water cooler like preparing you for the office yeah you know Um, but I do remember like later on like when I was older uh, I would run down my sister when we moved my sister lived in the basement and I lived on the 
second floor, and my mother had the first floor. We had, like, a two-family house. Okay. And um, I would run down to my sisters. We'd all watch um, Friends. That's oh, the, okay. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, whatever show they would pair with Friends. It'd always be something similar to Friends. Right. So, you know, they had a couple... I can't remember the show with Jonathan Silverman, but he, they had a show... So, you know, we, we'd watch, like, the Thursday night lineup on Channel yeah. 4. Yeah. Well, because that all... St- I know we talk about Cosby constantly, but we'd, we'd be drunk if we did a shot every time we said Cosby. But, yeah. But that... I mean, for me, that all started with Cosby, because you right. had the, like... You had Cosby, and then A Different World, different world and right. then Cheers. Right. And then... Oh, Frasier after... No, was it Frasier yeah. after Cheers? Oh. Or was Frasier after after Cheers? I don't know. Man, that show. Fra- I can't watch that show. People love it. They do. Why? It- I feel like uh, it's. I. Do you remember the um, how you could change the speeds of records? Yeah, to, to thirty-three to forty-five, right? Yeah. But then, if, was there like another low, lower than thirty-three? The like wow, wow. I, I feel wow. like Frasier is that like like really, or even when you're listening to podcasts, um, you can for some reason speed up the 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 speed of the the track. Sure. Or you could lower it. So like one is regular, and to me, Frasier is point five. <laughs> like I don't know, I can't get into Ricardo it. Ricardo loves Frasier, which is weird. Yeah. Hey, people like what they love. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna I was that. always <laughs> just like that song about the tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs right. It's like it's like what the fuck does that mean? I don't. I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of scrambled eggs. I mean, I'll eat it. <laughs> Did you, um, oh, this is what I want to ask you. What did your grandma like to watch? Oh, she liked novelas, which is, you know, the Spanish. Oh, okay. And then she had, so there was this guy, he's still alive, and he's had a lot of plastic surgery done. Uh, his name is Walter Mercado. Mm-hmm. And, it, uh, like every Saturday night, you have to watch, because he would do the astrology. Oh. And he's just very, very flamboyant. Like astrology for the week, your weekly reading, or it must be. I it was all in Spanish, so I don't know. But <laughs> like, um, no say, sé. <laughs> no sé, no sé. Um, no entiendo. But he would come on, and you. I mean, for anyone listening, please Google this man. I mean, he is the most like flamboyant. Um, just would come out and and be so theatrical and be like. He, you know, so he would go and then like... Like Liberace-ish? Yeah, very much. And be like, Virgo! And then he would just, you know, come out. And like, my mother's a Virgo. And and, and, and once he says Virgo, like, yeah. everyone has to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and like, shut up. <laughs> just, if you don't shut up, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. Because he's talking about me right now. That's what Wow. And like... Did he wear a cape? Yeah, he had like this whole, like a robe, like almost. And like, like lipstick and makeup and like... Short oh my god, hair. I can't wait to see this. Yeah, you have to it's see it. It's Walter Mercado? Mercado, yeah. Okay. Um, and like just, and he, now that he's, he's gotten, you know, he's clearly older. He's been doing this for like at least 40 years. Yeah. And like, you know, with all the Botox and everything, he now looks scary as fuck. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> so like. Wow. Yeah. And that, that was a big one. Every Saturday night. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because my mother has a friend who looks just like that person right there. <laughs> yeah. No, he definitely looks like a lady. Yeah. So that was the big Saturday night thing. And then everybody, once the, that show was over, you could have the TV. You're done. We're, we're all done with the TV. So you could watch SNL. You could watch, you know, everything else. But, like, you couldn't miss that. But other than that, I mean, she would watch um, kind of like the action-y stuff. Like, I grew up in, like, my mother loved, and my grandmother, too, like, action. Like, 
uh, those cheesy canon movies, like yeah. American Ninja and uh, Death Wish or whatever those, you know, all those like cheesy B movies. And so I grew up watching those B movies. I love Okay. Them. Yeah. I love action movies too. So, so terrible. Well, yeah, yeah, they're just fun. Like, I love Jason Statham action movies. <laughs> There's this, I, I think it's one of the transporter movies where he like, uh, he's, he's fighting off, you know, 15 Russian or, you know, some kind of Eastern European bad guys in this, barrel of oil gets pushed over in this garage (laughs) and so he goes over to this bike and he kicks the um you know the kind of pedals that have the thing that goes over your foot and the spikes on the bottom so he kicks the pedals off the bike and then he uses it to skate on the oil and then to kick the shit out of everybody with with the things on his feet and of course he has no shirt on yeah you don't don't need a shirt no when you're you're jason statham no 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 no. that's like yeah i love action movies i love the tomb this is uh, trash i love the tomb raider movies (laughs) the uh angelina jolie yeah i haven't seen the new one yeah let's 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 go back to tv I never said I had good taste. <laughs> no, no, but just that movie in particular is not that good. <laughs> no, but there's a there's a young Daniel Craig in one of them. There's also a young Gerard Butler in one of them too. I think. Oh, totally. Yeah. They're the same guy. They're basically the same character <laughs> in the one movie and the other movie. I've never seen them. I'm not a big Angelina Jolie fan, but um, I every. I, it was cool to see. A, it was the first. Um, it was the first movie with a female action hero I ever yeah. saw. That was that was part of it. You didn't see Gloria in the 1970s. Gloria, I don't know that. Oh, Gloria is a movie. I think I've talked about it. it was it's? I forgot the actress name, but she was big like in the 60s and like early 70s. And I think this movie took in the 80s or late 70s. And it's about a white woman who was friends with a Puerto Rican family, I think, and they killed the mother and father of the the kid, and she ends up like taking care of the kid, but also like fending off from gangsters. Okay. Um, they redid it uh, in the I think the nineties or early two thousands with Sharon Stone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's pretty actiony. She's pretty tough. Wow. Also, I mean Pam Grier. You didn't Pam. watch? Oh, I, love- <laughs> I actually haven't Foxy seen Foxy Brown. <laughs> I haven't seen those movies. I love Pam Grier and the L Word. Oh, she's in that. Yeah, she is. Who's the the beautiful chick from Flashdance? Oh, Jennifer Beals. Yeah, she's Jennifer Beals' sister. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Jennifer Beals. Jennifer no, Beals. she's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, well, that's another movie that I, I was forced to watch over and over again because I didn't have. What, Foxy uh, Brown? No, uh, Flashdance. Oh, okay. I saw that in the theater and then when it came out on video, um, they bought it and then we had to watch it since be only having one TV now. <laughs> they being your sister? They, my sister and my mother <laughs> had to watch it over and over again. That's, that, you know, that's the other thing about TV, the invention, like you were saying, the VCR and then, I had so many ALF episodes recorded on tape. Oh, I love ALF. <laughs> God, I love... Watching ALF run is one of the yeah. great joys in life. It Alf really is, is. We're just... I wonder... I wonder if an alien came that looked like that. Would a family take him in? <laughs> <laughs> or would they kill him? <laughs> it would... Yeah. It would really depend on the family. How... <laughs> Because Willie wasn't like Willie was pretty uptight to be somebody just taking a little alien into his home, you know. That sounds but, personal, right? Taking a little alien in your home. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it was well. It was all because of the little boy. Like yeah. they weren't gonna kill him be- with the little boy. Yeah, I, you know, it, it, having something that's different to you, but also I guess speaks the same language as you helps. Yeah, he did speak pretty good English. He sure did. I mean, he sounded like an old Jewish guy from New York City, <laughs> right? I'm like, ha! <laughs> yeah, know? so like that's hilarious. <laughs> Oh my god, I've probably said this before. I had this elf nightshirt <laughs> that was red and it was, I got it when I was probably like eight or eight or nine and it was, you know, down to below my knees and I wore that thing for so many years that eventually it was like a t-shirt because <laughs> I just kept getting taller. Did you watch it? Did you wear it while watching elf? No. Travesty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch did you watch stuff on PBS? Um no I the only thing I liked on PBS after a while I didn't I never liked Sesame Street. I do I love Muppets but I didn't like Sesame Street. Yeah. But I liked Electric Company? Oh yeah. And cuz they had Spider-Man on it every now and then. What was Electric Company? There was the one with uh what's his name was on it? Um the god, the guy who plays god in every movie. Um, George Burns. No, 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 the black god. Um, Ben Vereen. No. Um, the one that married his granddaughter's friend or his granddaughter? Charlie Chaplin. (laughs) Jerry Lee Lewis. (laughs) Hey, ladies. The one from, this is terrible. The guy from, uh, is it Liar Liar or Bruce Almighty? He plays God in Bruce Almighty. Oh. He also voiced Martin this is, Penguin. This is Martin Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan, Martin Freeman is uh, John Watson on Sherlock. Oh, is he? And he's the Hobbit. He's a Hobbit. Is he a Hobbit? He's the Hobbit, I'm pretty sure. Martin Freeman. Oh, Martin Freeman. That's what I said. Yeah, he is the Hobbit. No, Morgan Freeman is Martin Freeman's <laughs> Hobbit grandfather. <laughs> like... I'm like, he played what? I first knew Morgan Freeman from a very good movie called Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He was in that. And he, also Shawshank Redemption. He also drove Miss Daisy, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So, I think he, he... So this is a podcast where we name Morgan Freeman movies? Sure. He, um... I started He was that. on Electric Company. But what was it, what was it about? I don't even know. <laughs> Well, I know every now and then a little five second, maybe two minute clip of Spider Man will come on. Oh, right on. And I'll be like, oh, Spider Man. And so you'd watch for Spider Man, but then it would never come on. I hear that. Maybe, but oh, I'm, I'm upset about it. I liked, I didn't like most of 321 Contact. I'm just going back to that because I guess I always thought Electric Company and 321 were the same mm. show, and now I know they're not. Because 321 had an embedded show in it called The Bloodhound Gang. Oh, the three kids? That would go solve mysteries. And yeah. Whenever there's trouble, we're on the double. We're the Bloodhound Gang. You remember that? I don't remember that song. I just <laughs> remember three sniveling white kids. No, the one girl was black. I definitely remember a black girl with big braids. I don't remember that at all then. I make stuff up. I don't know. Um, no, you might be right. I might be. It might be crazy. <laughs> I would get really excited on PBS when, so like the idea of things that interrupt your standard programming. Yes. It was, could like go either way of good or bad. So like, uh, on PBS, there would be the fundraisers or as oh, they called God. them, as they called them, um, on my station, friendraisers. Oh. Captain Banana, give you a special banana wave if you donated. 
<laughs> he was called Captain Banana. I don't know why he had a hat and he they have banana. He, and he, he had a cock. he had a sweater with a banana. <laughs> he had a sweater with a banana. But what was awesome was that's when they would show the really like the really good movies oh, on PBS. I still thought you were so like else. Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, there was this show Wonderworks. That they were, it was sort of like a production company that would do adaptations of classic children's literature. So it's like the first place I ever saw Narnia. Okay. There was this um, book called um, Jacob Have I Loved. I don't know, like All Summer in a Day. That that weird. I'm not talking about that story. But anyway, that that, that was that was a that was always like something to look forward to. Would that be annually? Um, it might have been every quarter. They do need money. Yeah. It's like an NPR. Yeah. Just like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I also was really into, um, when I was really little too, which is so stupid, I was really into Upstairs Downstairs, which was this show like post, uh, World War One about, um, a rich family in London. So the ups, it was like Downton Abbey before yeah, Downton Abbey. Yeah, it sounds like that, like I couldn't think but of it. But sort of soapy. Okay. So I really loved that. And then there was also, um, on Masterpiece Theater for, it seemed like years, they were running, um, this one series called, um, The Jewel in the Crown, which was all about, uh, British colonialism in India. Oh. And I just loved it. And I definitely didn't understand a lot of stuff that was going on, but I always remembered, uh, like the, um, the one that stuck with me was there was this guy they wanted to assassinate who got on a train. And so what they did was they put a cow on the tracks because they knew the driver would stop and not hit the cow because they were Hindu. Oh. And they had put an X on the side of the car that the guy was in that they wanted to kill. So that way they, right. you know, created the diversion and then went in okay. and got the guy. And I just thought that was like amazing. Clever. Yeah. Oh, that's clever. That's clever. <laughs> that's so clever. That's yeah. a good way to assassinate people. Well, there's a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> I used to watch, um, speaking of soap operas, I used to watch Days of Our Lives. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, with um, Stefano with the bad guy and all. Did you ever oh, watch Stefano, it? he was on forever. Stefano and the guy with the patch, the named Patch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was his first and last name. Patch, Patch. Patch, Patch. No, but if he was Patch, Patch, he would have two patches. So it was Patch, Don Patch. <laughs> so. Patch on. Patch um, off. And then, yes, Bo and Hope. That was a good, it was a good show. It was, it's still on, I think. Days of Our Lives was the only soap opera that as a kid I had any tolerance for. Cause then I kind of, I just couldn't, I don't know. I didn't understand why they were so stupid. I mean, the thing about Days of Our Lives that gets me is that, so Stefano captures Roman. Who also could have been, uh, he could have been a brother. Of the Hasselhoff, Michael oh, yeah, Landon variety. Yes, yes, he could have. Okay. So they capture Roman, and then they change the actor, and they bring in the guy who you're talking about. Okay. Who kind of like falls into that, I guess, 80s, what Hair. we all want. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and so they bring him in, and then years later, bring back the other guy who played Roman and said that it, he was an imposter, but they look nothing alike. <laughs> Only a soap opera could do that. That's amazing. <laughs> so they did it on, um, well, they didn't say imposter, but they did it on Roseanne with Becky. Oh, Becky, yeah. The other Cause Becky. they did Becky one, Becky two, back to right. Becky one. And they was, were just like, you look different today. Huh? Becky like two, they acknowledged it, but Becky two is the one from Scrubs, right? Sarah Chalk. 
Yes. Who is in Friends from College this season? Oh, she is in the Australia. I heard, yeah, that's back. I have to watch that. Yeah. Oh, right. We shotgunned that up at the A-frame we did the first season. That. I heard it's, it's, it's good this year. Have you been watching it? Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. I, I pretty much watched it all in one chunk. I fell asleep towards the end. Like, for, I probably fell asleep in the second to last episode and walk, woke up in the middle of the end and was like, okay, good. I know what happened. I should have played that last night because I was trying to look for something to kind of sleep watch. <laughs> you know, when you just kind of like put something on in the background, like you're not really that interested in it. You're like, oh. Yeah. So I put on uh, Blade Runner 2049 and that, you don't sleep watch that. You sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you just don't. That movie. Mm. That happened to me with Westworld season two. Oh. I slept through that whole thing and just had the worst nightmares but kept sleeping. <laughs> Speaking I told of- I told Brian um Good Place is a good show for background watching because mm. it's not like it's not like sit down and just like be yeah. exhilarated, but it's a decent show. I heard it's good. I've seen like one episode. I'm just not that into it. It's it's like really campy and concepty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking about when I um with the PBS stuff about how. When, you know, when you're in elementary school, like sometimes your first day back, they would do the, what did you do this summer questions? Yeah. And so on mine, when they asked what your favorite TV show was, I said Masterpiece Theater and Upstairs, Downstairs. And my teacher loved me. I knew that, but I could just see this look on her face of like, really girl? <laughs> and, uh, that was sort of the first time that I was just like, in my head, gave myself the talk about like, so I understand you really like this. You're excited about this. People aren't all going to feel this way. It's all right. It's all right. (laughs) Do you remember like ever feeling embarrassed about liking something? I mean, when you you were a kid. So barbarous. Yeah. The days of our lives. I mean, because I used to watch it probably like sixth, seventh grade, uh, eighth grade. Like I would like try to catch it. But then like at the same time, not popular with the boys but then you could talk to girls about it oh that's an in yeah so then then you, but then you have to be careful because then you're like all right well i don't want to i don't want to get friend zoned because i'm talking about daily lives too much so mm-hmm. you gotta, like start you know i'm giving advice about purses <laughs> yeah i would talk to other people but it, it wasn't you kind of like it wasn't cool with the boys but it was mm-hmm. cool with the girls so I oh it was when I was reading that parenting advice column <laughs> I um encountered this concept I'd never heard of before called yellow shirting your kids which is where will you pee on them yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like red shirting but will no you cut them but you yeah no so what it is is apparently um parents that are are richer will like keep their kids in a second year of pre-K. Okay. And so that way when their kid goes into kindergarten, they're more advanced. Mm-hmm. And so they're like they everything's easier for them. They're better, they're like more athletic cuz they're literally bigger than the rest of the kids. Okay. And so it just gives them an advantage all the way through school. And um it seemed like such a strange it is weird concept to me and I was wondering do you have you ever heard of that? I have never heard of this. I mean I I could see why they would do that, but it just seems to me like <laughs> they're already starting out on third base. You now you want your like your like <laughs> you want to just let them start out. At home. Totally. <laughs> right? <laughs> like you're sliding you're sliding into home. Yeah. No, it, it reminded me of you know uh do you did you watch or read the Hunger Games? 
I saw like the first two movies. You know how there's all the different districts? Yeah. Like they pick kids from each district mm-hmm. to, to be, um, the, the sacrifices or the tributes. Yeah. Um, and the kids from the rich districts are like trained from the second they pop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're always like bulked up and just crazy. And I was right. like, oh my God, they're That's- like district one and two. <laughs> That's what the yellow shirt kids are. But it also made me think because, um, I've always been like vaguely proud for no good reason of the fact that I started kindergarten when I was four. Oh. Like I was right on the cutoff. Had you been seven? Well, so I feel, <laughs> I feel like I got like whatever the reverse of yellow shirt is. Mm. Or I mean, not, I'm not saying that anyone's to blame for that. I, I always liked, I'm glad I went to school when I did. But I was just like, oh, I was almost a year younger than everybody. Yeah. The whole time. And maybe, you know. I don't know. Maybe it did, maybe it made a difference. When maybe when did you I, your I birthday's think, in November? Yeah, right? I think I started at four too. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you should have been cut off even harder. I'm, I guess is anything anybody. I guess so, but it's weird because anybody in the calendar year, or like if you would turn five while you were in kindergarten. Tracy's niece is like ten months older than Kira, but they're in the same grade, so there is a cutoff. Yeah. Uh, well, my my best friend Margot she, from um, from school, she was almost a year older than me. Yeah. So there is. A, I just don't know, and it might it might have changed. You know, so, I mean, it's been like thirty something years. I don't know. Like, yeah, holding your kid back. Because what kicked this off was a, a discussion about whether to let a kid skip. Yeah. And so that's when people were like, well, you know, people hold their kids back right. to give them an advantage too, which was just such a crazy concept to me it's i because i don't i I guess i never thought i mean i don't have kids obviously but like obviously but i um, <laughs> that you know of uh, right <laughs> sh- who knows where i shot him out um <laughs> they i don't i just never thought about like uh being so strategic of like i'm gonna give my children an advantage over other people yeah, as if, like, if you're a wealthy person, believe me, your kids already have an advantage. But I guess it would have to be somebody who, who has a leg up themselves yeah, to be exactly. aware of, I wanna, yeah. I wanna maximize the leg up. I always say shit. Two parents? <laughs> Man! Shit! Two parents? <laughs> Two parents? No, I, that's Lux! That is Lux! Do you remember a show called I Married Dora? No. Like Dora the Explorer? <laughs> No. Well, it, she was a Latina, and I don't know where she came from, but she was here illegally. And um, I think she was um, the gentleman's um, housekeeper. Okay. Or um, I hope that's... This was a sitcom? Yeah, it was on Channel 7. Uh, kind of around What was Channel 7? ABC. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was on ABC, kind of like around like the Perfect Strangers time. Mm. And it was a show called I Married Dora, and I think she was she was an uh, you know an undocumented uh, working in this man's house, and they became I guess friends, and she was about to be deported, so he married her. Mm. But then uh, you know sitcom fashion, they start falling in love. Duh. And I I started watching this show, and then it must have gotten canceled. But in my when I was a kid, I didn't understand the concept of canceling a show. Right. Right. So it are they coming back? Well, this is how they did it. And, I, and to this day, I've never really seen anything like this. They came out, did something with the airport where she was going to leave. Mm-hmm. And then she comes back. Because remember when the airports were like you could roam and everything? Yeah. Was like, so she comes back. And then they, they say we've been the show's over. We've been canceled or something like that. Oh, like, okay. On air. 
and like told everybody. Oh. And I was like, I don't get what's going on. That's funny. Well, do you remember? Okay. When I said I didn't remember any big endings of TV <laughs> shows, guess which one I didn't think about? Cosby Show. Cosby Show. <laughs> so they did. Do you remember the end of that? No, I stopped watching because it wasn't cool anymore. <laughs> that is true. Uh, <laughs> at the end of it, Cosby and his wife were dancing. Okay. And then they danced off of the set to in front of the audience. Oh. Yeah. They just did this like sort of slide together right. so that they like broke through the fourth wall okay. to the, and like acknowledge the show. And then the whole cast came out and took a bow. Oh. And that was the end. That was the end of that. Yeah. Did everyone? Whatever though. Hated it. Everyone went to sleep. Hate it now. <laughs> um, yeah. That's big TV. That is TV. So do you have any memories? Yeah. I do. I do. Uh, my, my new memory would be, uh, my daughter's on a basketball game and they won their first game. So Ooh. they're now one and four. That's awesome. And, uh, I was just happy because I was waiting for, like, that team had gotten, like, beat up a couple of times. And I was just like, watch, when they win their first game, they're going to be so happy. Yeah. And they were. They were so happy and I was so happy for them. So it was really cool to, like, see them, like. How many games in a season? 766. No, I, <laughs> I, I really don't know. I'm not sure. I think it's probably like maybe 10 or 15. Okay. Um, what position is she playing? Uh, bench, but she comes off the bench. Yeah. So, but I don't really know what Like you just sort playing. of fill in? Yeah, she's just playing wherever they put her. It's, it's That's her, awesome. Yeah, so it was cool. It was good to watch. And she's the, the she's on, she's, wait, is she on JV? Or no, what? I don't know what you would call it. Oh, because she's in middle school. It's middle school, yeah. Okay. So I don't know what they have. And it's the first year they're doing it, so I don't know. I don't know yeah. what they call it. But no, it was just it was cool to see them finally pull out a victory. I will say this though. The <laughs> other team was like Look out. two feet tall. Like <laughs> like <laughs> these girls like it they were so short the other team that it looked like there was Like eight, they were Korean gymnasts? No. It was like they were nine people on the on the the floor instead of five, and all nine were all over them, swarming them. Oh wow! So yeah, but hey, listen, do you remember? <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Yeah, you remember that? What I'm talking about? Where like those gymnasts were so clearly seven years old? No, and I got it. I hope they were Korean. They might have been Chinese, but I always remember that most gymnasts are just super tiny. They are, but then there's being like a small person, and then there's being a child, and that's what they were doing. Was they were like falsifying their documents yeah. to show that they were old enough to compete when they were like hey. three inches tall. All right, so we talked about this a couple times. We do have a Patreon. Um, I don't know if anybody has gone there, but we discovered that you can't actually search for the name of our Patreon. You have to have the link. So where you could get the link is on our website, which is uh, brokencorners.com or on SoundCloud. Um, all of our, our links are on the side on our profile or on Twitter. It's there as well. And we've had a couple people sign up and uh, that's really awesome. And thank you so much yes, for doing that. And, um, yeah, check us out on all types of social media, and you can email us if you want. Um, share feelings. Yeah, share your, share your memories. Yeah. Um, and that's brokencorners at gmail.com. Yes. Still having trouble with that. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening, and uh, have a good week. Bye. Bye.